Let me tell you, I, I recently listened to parts of Podside in episode two, Fuck Big Milk. Sure. Now, I have a couple of goals for this one. <laughs> Let's hear them. One is to not sound like I'm slightly drunk and it's 2 a.m. in the morning, which, in my defense, I was slightly drunk. It was 2 a.m. in the morning. To be fair, it was it was getting close to that time, yeah. I thought yes. you did quite well. You... I thought I was kind of bellicose. Okay, I'm going to look that up real quick. Um... Okay. Angry. I, I feel like I kind of came off angrier than I normally am. I want everyone to think that, you know... I am a nice, fun-loving guy sure. and cheery. I like rabbits and <laughs> kittens and you know. I, Which I do you prefer of the two, rabbits or kittens? If you had to pick, if there was a rabbit, if there was a are, rabbit, and are a we kitten, talking about to play with or to eat? It, well, I'm talking about if there was a rabbit and a kitten, and a, and there was some sort of madman with a gun, and they had them both as hostages in a room, and you could only save one. The impossible. The impossible choice, Sophie's choice, the sequel to Sophie's choice, Hunter's choice. What would you pick? Well, if I were allowed to keep the carcass of the dead animal, then I would choose to save the cat. Because let's face it, no one's gonna get upset about rabbit stew. Nope. And if you were to say, "Hey guys, come over to my place, gin and tonics, summer salad, kitty cat stew." Summer salad, I like it. Well, I mean, come on, dude. It's summer. You gotta have a little greens. Dude, it is summer. You can feel it out there too. Truth. It was a hundred and four yesterday. I, I when I I got in my car tomorrow. the other afternoon. Uh, this was like three, three or four days ago. I got in my car. The car said a hundred and sixteen. That is disgusting. I realize that's inflated a bit. You know, you never know what it, what temperature it's taking. Like what, quite what area it is. Maybe the surface of the car. But still, one. Se- I'd never seen it that high. The, the it's record, pretty hot. Yeah, the record before was 113, 116. Global warming. Well, I can feel global warming happening every summer. Every summer is slightly hotter than the last. It is truly a travesty. Can I ask you about Hunter's Choice again? Would you let Meryl Streep play you in the sequel to Sophie's Choice? Would she still be in it? Meryl Streep <laughs> is kind of mannish and has a bit of a mannish voice. A little bit. But... I don't think anyone who's hooked up with Jack Nicholson could play me. I think that needs to be a firm and basketball. <laughs> That's your stance? Yeah, you know, like, you gotta draw the line in the sand somewhere. And I think that's a good line in the sand to draw. So, well, that was one of your goals for this episode. But this is Podside in 5 now. And, and you're Hunter. Thank you for coming back on. One, what, was your other, what was your other goal? I mean, I guess the the goals were tandem to not sound tired and drunk. Oh, and to be not into sound nice. I see. Okay. Yeah. I see. So if we could just work really hard to paint a cheery picture of me during this, <laughs> sure. I mean, look. Let's be honest. Give it thirty minutes, and that goal is going right. to get tossed out. The vitriol will I'm come right back out. Yeah. About some fucking moron. Yeah. Who doesn't know shit about shit and is screwing up the world that I've encountered in the last week, and. Then I'll just be a 25-year-old curmudgeon. But let's see how long we can make it last. Okay, because I do have some things about which I'm angry. But we can. We, you want to save those for the end, then? Oh, no. I mean, if you need to let it out, let's let's hop right to it. We don't have to hop right to it. We can save that for a little later on. Um, okay. First, I want to affirm that I am, in fact, healed. I am cold-free. I don't know if you listened to Podsiden 3. You might have heard traces of it on Podsiden 4, but... You weren't sounding as crystal as I you do now. I was not sounding as crystal. I sound. I think I sound better now. I don't have a cold anymore. Thank you for all the for all the listener mail. Uh, I got a lot of cards. I got a lot of uh, care packages. Someone, well, let me ask you a question. Yes. Have you received an item of mail <laughs> within the last four months that wasn't spam or from Amazon? Uh, uh it's funny you bring up Amazon. Um, <laughs> deflect the cat question. Please continue. Well, yeah. So Amazon is actually one of my bones to pick. Today is July 1st. We're, we're talking today on July 1st. They have started charging sales tax in Texas as of today. Did you, okay. did you know about that? I didn't know it was coming. I knew it was coming. And so last night I put in a couple of big Amazon orders, but this is, I am, I am a frequent patron of amazon.com. Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you drive on public roads? 
I drive on private roads. Have you ever had the occasion or think you might have the occasion to dial 911? I actually did dial 911 once about a barking dog. My previous place of residence, I lived in a house. We had an asshole neighbor, a schmucko neighbor with a barking dog. The bar- dog would never shut up. You know, it's like 1 a.m. The dog is barking. I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah. All my Everyone in the house is angry about it. We all want it to stop. I Somebody, one of my roommates asked a policeman once what to do about that. And the policeman said, call 911. That's a thing you can do is call 911. And I didn't really. Maybe call 311. But anyway, continue. Okay, well, this is what the this is what the cop said. I didn't buy it. I didn't think I'd ever use it. Later on, I, I found occasion to use it. It was, again, it was like midnight or something. I'm trying to go to sleep. I didn't know what else to do. So I, I called 9... I'd left no... You know, we'd left notes and stuff. I'd call 911. Uh, I say, hello, I need to report uh, that there's an extremely loud dog next door. I was told that... <laughs> I, was, I, was, I said I was told that 911 is the appropriate place to do that. And there was there was like one second of silence on on the and like in a nine one one call one second is a wicked long time like that's a long time for silence. True, true. So the operator finally says, "No, nine one one is not for barking dogs," and she has that condescension in her voice. She has that tone, and I and I said, "Okay." I hung up. I said, "Okay." Now I know. That was the end of that. That's the occasion I had to call nine one one. That was my emergency. Well, that was kind of a lame emergency, but let's go back to the fact where maybe it's a good thing that you start paying your fair share of taxes in order to support public services. Here's my thing. I am a consumer of Amazon.com. Shouldn't Texas policymakers be looking out for me, the consumer? They are, by making sure that someone can dial a free number and some free, highly trained professionals can come and pick your ass out of your mangled car when somebody hits you. I, I pay other taxes, don't I? 911 exists. Public, road ex- public roads exist. Thank God for those federal government taxes you pay, which are so high and burdensome, I know. Although, we do, we being the American people, mm. want you to spend your money. Yeah. Stimulate the economy. I think I might have just added myself to Podside and listeners as a crazy hippie liberal. Oh. Well, that's okay. Which I'm not, but... We know you're not bellicose. Also, can I just say, I don't think I'm hippie. These segues are really flowing today, because let me tell you about someone else who was upset about a Texas law. There was a Houston woman who was arrested for warning other drivers about a speed trap. Do you now, know, do you know- I'm totally on that woman's side. Okay. You know what? Like, first of all, let me just get out there, fuck the police. Sure. Um, no longer big milk. No, I mean, still, fuck Big Milk. Okay. But also, fuck the police. I... The Big Milk police. ...have not had a number of positive encounters with law enforcement, especially local and state law enforcement officers. But, you know what? If you're setting up a speed trap, and someone's like, yo, flashes their lights or whatever, that's just good manners. Okay. We know how to tell when other drivers are warning us that some... Dunkin' Donuts looking fool is hiding behind some shrubs on I-10. Shrubs. Trying to set you up. Some shrubs. Make, and make a buck fifty. Like, you know what? Go solve some real crime. Go maybe run a few laps so you can catch some real criminals. 1082, this is 1085. I'm I'm behind the shrubs. I'm in place Dude, that's behind, where they hide. I'm in place behind the shrubs. They hide behind shrubs. As she rode her bicycle home from a grocery store last week near downtown Houston, uh, the Houston woman... Noticed police officers pulling over speeders as she parked after she parked her bike and turned one of her grocery bags into a makeshift sign, warning drivers about the quote speed trap in quote ahead. A, an officer drove up and arrested her. They, okay. they they arrested her for standing in the street where a sidewalk was present, <laughs> which is which is apparently a misdemeanor charge. So she's making a sign. First of all, this woman sounds so commendable. Sounds so awesome, she, right? Yeah. She a she's a bike commuter. Bike, yeah. She she is literally saving the world one, you know, rotation of her bike wheels at a time, <laughs> and, and that is all the more commendable in Houston, which is not exactly the coolest city in the world, and nope. also not exactly the most bike friendly city in the world. B, she she she's making her own public service announcement. Right. She is putting up signs. This is a philanthropic gesture. Here's what the cop needs to ask himself. Am I trying to make a buck fifty catch someone speeding? Is that the purpose of the speed trap? Yes. 
or is it to deter people people from speeding? No, speed traps are are total bullshit. Exactly. Now, if the true purpose was to deter people from speeding, well, they fucking should have handed that woman a buck fifty, cause she made them redundant and did a damn better job. And maybe they should think about getting themselves their own bicycles and making their own signs, which would be a much more cost-effective way to deter people from speeding. They just warn people about speed traps that don't exist. And they get in shape. The story here also says that the cop searched this woman's backpack. Of course he did. According to her. And then threatened to arrest her for obstructing justice. Justice. Well, and this is the other thing, is cops don't know shit about the laws they enforce, generally. <laughs> okay. Yes, and? <laughs> no, it's it's true. I have been... No, we don't need to get into stories or anything, but I have been briefly detained for doing legal things uh-huh. that cops assume were illegal. Do you mostly because they didn't like them? We can get into stories if you want. If you have a choice, no, we don't really need okay. to. Okay, we don't really yeah, need okay. to. Now, I would just like to point out that I have no criminal rap sheet whatsoever. Okay. I have never broken a law. That's I. I think that, talk about commendable. I think so. A, you're an upstanding citizen. I am, aren't I? I'm not so sure if that's a perfect segue, though. <laughs> to work on something. Well, uh, leave that up to me. I, I, got, I okay. got that covered. Has anyone ever talked to you about your stride? Has anyone ever made it any is, remarks no, to you Will, about your stride? No, Will, I am so glad you brought this up. You could not have had better okay. timing. Okay. So last week, I went to a store in this very bougie neighborhood of D.C. that I ride my bike through on my way to get to work. Bougie, it's called yeah. George. It's called Georgetown. Lots of expensive homes. Lots of white people, very poor access to public transportation, lots of boutiques. Anyway, so one of these boutiques is called George Sun Running, and I go in and I'm like, yo, I need some new running shoes, because I thought I needed some new running shoes. And the sales lady gives me a pitch, and it was clear that she only kind of knew what she was doing. But whatever, I tried on some shoes, I ran around the block, and the owner comes over and goes to the sales lady, have you seen him run? (laughs) <laughs> and she was like no actually i haven't seen him run he's like okay and so i'm trying on a pair of shoes he has me get up on this treadmill they have in the store and he has me run for like five minutes and it turns out he has all these cameras recording your stride so after about five minutes he pressed the stop button on the treadmill and says look i'm not gonna sell you any shoes your problem is that you suck at running and I wanted to tell him, fuck you, go swallow some bleach. Who the hell is you to tell me that I suck at running? Right. Then he actually pointed out how I do suck at running. And let me tell you, I really, really, really suck at running. Okay. How, how does one suck at running? My stride yeah. is very, very poor. When I bring my foot down, it's at a bad angle. I roll my ankle a lot. And then I uh. bring my foot way up. Like I'm pra- It's like I'm trying to kick my ass with every step I take. It's incredibly inefficient. So I went out that night and I ran like three miles, really, really, really slow three miles. And the whole time I was watching my feet and I must have looked like a retard. (laughs) And it really hurt to run three miles. Dude, my hips were all sore. It was very, very weird. I like to think that I have very strong hips. The, The reason I ask about the stride is because someone, a coworker of mine, made a remark to me this week that I didn't like. Shocking. So I don't, I'm not trying to infect you with, with my own bellicosity, but they walked by, they said, I need to start walking like you do. And I said, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I said, what, yeah, I said, what does that mean? They said, walk up straight and, and looking like you're up tight. Now, I can walk however the fuck I want. Like, who is this person out of the clear blue sky who I hardly even know? That is gonna is that is gonna who I, I I know their name that's about it who is gonna say to me my stride makes me look uptight. You've known me for a long time. Has there has anything ever indicated to you that I might be even the slightest bit uptight? Let me answer for you. No. The answer is my no. answer I am the loosiest, the... goosiest guy on the planet Earth. <laughs> Anybody who's ever met me. I am the opposite of uptight. You do not have a stride or a posture that would make me think that you were uptight. Exactly. I have an ordinary st- – there's nothing wrong with my stride. I have an ordinary stride. There is nothing wrong nor overly correct with your stride. It is a normal, unremarkable stride. Uh, do you know who Anthony Davis is? 
Have you heard of this guy? This is this Tony is, Davis. Yeah, can't say that I have. Your buddy Tony. This is this is some NBA news. I know you're a sports fan. I know you follow all the sports. Yes. And on and on Podsiden, we do cover all the sports. All of them. There's no sport left unturned. Anthony Davis was the number one pick in this week's NBA draft. Congratulations, Anthony. Friend of the show, Anthony Davis. Um, we love him. Yep. Yep. Got a great care package from him when I was sick. Thank you, Anthony. The man has a unibrow. Now, oh, this is the guy, and people hold their fingers above their nose to, like, uh-huh. root for him. He is attempting to monetize his unibrow. Uh, you're kidding. This week, or possibly last week, the article is not clear, he trademarked the following phrases. Fear the brow. Raise the brow. Tony told NBC, CNBC, I don't want anyone to, grow, to try to grow a unibrow because of me and then try to make money off it. Uh, Tony... I don't think you got to worry about that. He says people frequently tell him to cut it, which is solid advice. But he says he won't cut it because, quote, everyone's talking about it. Mm. Is, is everyone talking about it? I'm not talking about it. So I no. Everyone's not talking about it. But when everyone's calling you fucking ugly, just because they're all talking about it doesn't mean it's a good thing. It's still a unibrow and it's still fucking ugly. And let me ask you a question, Tony. How many chicks have you been with who were like, oh, man, that is the sexiest unibrow I've ever seen Fuzzy in my unibrow. entire life. I love your – I just want to nuzzle your unibrow. Doesn't happen. Said Tony Davis, I might have a commercial where I'm acting like I'm shaving it, and then I'll, and then I'll throw the razor down. What would that be an advertisement for? I don't know if Tony knows this, but generally during a commercial, you have to sell a product. So let's think of the products there. Do they make a unibrow shaping gel or something? Or some sort of facial hair washing cream? Do they make a unibrow quaffing agent that he that they could advertise with that? No, they don't. The answer is no, they don't make that because unibrows are gross. Well, you should Google that real first, real quickly first. Okay, I don't want to Google it because I'll be stuff. proven wrong. They probably do. They probably do. They probably have a product exactly like that for all the descendants of Frida Kahlo. Tony Davis just trademarked it and i'm sure they'll be coming out with it soon he trademarked the phrases fear the brow and raise the brow fear my brow dude we do we do fear your brow everyone does fear your brow because it's weird it's no one wants that do you think that tony davis would have had sports fans amongst the sports fans 50 years ago i don't i cannot see my grandfather cheering for someone who does such stupid and vain stuff i have something else here are are you are you are you a Netflix subscriber? Are you on the Netflix service? Do you know what Netflix is? I'll be is? honest. I steal Netflix usernames and passwords from other people. I see. So you're a you're an under the radar Netflix user. I'm a Netflix freeloader. I have a Netflix pick of the week. Okay. Okay. Um, is this going to be a regular feature of Podsiden going forward? Well, it was a regular feature starting with Podsiden four, but. As you may have heard, Podsiden 4 didn't work out quite the way I planned. I did here. So this is this is now the first Podsiden Netflix pick of the week. Okay. All right? The film, the 1986 film Nightmaster. Nightmaster. Now, can I just say that knowing nothing else about this film, it is so will to pick a film from 1986 called Nightmaster. Nightmaster. As the Netflix pick of the week. It has a secondary title. The secondary title is Watch the Shadows Dance. <laughs> Let me give you a summary because I, I know you're on the edge of your seat. I am. By day, Robbie and Amy are ordinary students. Well, it's just ordinary. They're just ordinary. They're just going to school. Very relatable. It's a very relatable premise. That's one thing I like about this flick. And by night? By night, they take part in a highly competitive simulated war game. That tests <laughs> that tests athletic prowess and intellectual superiority. It's all good fun until their instructor Steve <laughs> pushes them too far. By the time they clue into Steve's fanaticism, Robbie and Amy have become unstoppable killing machines, and the once friendly game has turned deadly. Now, is this just like? Does that uh... not sound like the coolest fucking movie you've ever heard of? Nightmaster, <laughs> starring. Uh, this is starring. A young Nicole Kidman, by the way. You oh, know, some real talent. Nicole Kidman, best known for her role in uh, Batman Forever. I don't know. But uh, Nightmaster, see it. 
live it, freeload it in your case. Well, can I can I ask you a question? I assume that you've watched this movie that you're recommending. I watched. <laughs> you haven't watched it. You haven't watched the movie. Hold on one second. I just dropped my Maasai Battle Club. One second. You know I'm going to ask you about that later, right? All right. Let's go back to the fact where you haven't. You were unable to finish watching. I the, uh, the movie that you recommend me. I watched two to three minutes of it, which I think was a fair shake. Didn't get all the way through it, I admit, but it's it's the best. It's awesome. All right, I'm gonna do something since we're in the nascent stages of Poseidon. I'm gonna go ahead <laughs> and introduce my own rating scale. Okay. On a scale of one to twelve, can you? That's right. Rate you like the twelve scale? Okay. That movie, whose title I've already forgotten. The title's Nightmaster, dude. Are you paying attention? I am paying attention, but you didn't make Have you ever heard a better title for any piece of media? Nightmaster, no. also known as Watch the Shadows Dance. Okay. Can I get a rating, 1 to 12, for the three minutes of Nightmaster that you've seen? 13. It's so good. Now, William... 13 for were... just those two minutes, and the, the movie is about 90 minutes long. Don't force me to do a head-to-head. Thirteen multiplied by forty-five. That's my final score out of twelve. I would like to say that I have a a really heavy. I've been told it's a Maasai battle club in my hand. I've been told, and this doesn't make any sense, but I've been told in Swahili the word for it is rungu. (laughs) Um, If I were there, I would threaten. Can you you say that again, please? Rungu. Yeah, thank you. um, Until you gave me. An accurate score, or excuse me, an accurate rating. Can you, to, to use your term from, from Podsiden 2, can you edify the Podsiden listening audience as to how exactly you came into a possession of a Swahili war instrument? A very good question. I've been, I've been told that I ask the, hard, the, the good questions, the tough questions. Who told you that? Nobody told me that. Okay. Well, I happen to have friends who live in Kenya, and one of them he thought the most appropriate thing that he could bring me from the Horn of Africa was a traditional instrument of death. And I've got to be honest, I really like it. I, I can't say ki- I'm not jealous. I'm just I haven't killed me. anybody with it yet, but sure. it's, you know. But policemen in D.C. watch out, apparently. You know, it's well-balanced. It looks fearsome. Let me just describe it. It's carved from one piece of wood, and it's about... Two feet long of a wooden handle. I'm going to say an inch and quarter in diameter. But then at the ends, it balloons into a large knob, I would say, the, the size of your fist. Mm-hmm. But it has a, for lack of a better word, it has a, a, a bit of a nipple on the end of the knob. And I think that this is probably Can you the please find a better word? I know you said <laughs> for a lack of, but can you please just search your... Search it's a your... small protrusion... Okay. That looks remarkably like a nipple. And I think this might be the world's most deadly nipple. Because I'm pretty sure if someone were to smack you upside the head with this thing, the nipple, along with the knob behind it, would crush your skull. So naturally, I It's an instrument it of blunt trauma is what it is. It is. Ex- that's what it is. Blunt nipple trauma. You know, like, I hate to... Yeah, what do I know? I hate to ascribe such what would normally be things that don't have connotations of death and trauma, i.e. nipples, with something that is designed, in fact, to kill you. But I'm just at a loss for a better word. Do you have a name for this this uh, this object? Because I've got a proposal for you. I told you. The name is Rungu. It's called a Rungu. No, that's that's the common noun. I'm talking I believe about... that's a proper noun. Oh, you mean a name for my... Yeah. My Rungu. For your, for your Lulungungugu... <laughs> There's no well in there. I need you. Um, no, I haven't thought of a name, which is odd because, well, I've actually come into possession recently of a number of instruments of death. Can I give you a name for this? For please. Your please, please do. Nightmaster. <laughs> Can't have a secondary name? Death Nipple. <laughs> I kind of like Death Nipple. I'm going to inquire. A little more, a little more the, on the nose or on the nipple, as it were. But I'm going to inquire as to the Swahili translation for death nipple. 
I will get back to you on the next episode of Podside. Please do. Please do. I, uh, you can always send an email, podsideon1 at gmail.com. You could, you could leave a comment on the blog. I just might the, do that. podsideon1.blogspot.com. You could even leave it in a review on the iTunes page. Let me tell you about one of the other weapons I recently acquired. Okay. For a long, long time, I have been very interested in a technique for opening glass bottles called sabering. You take a sword and you lop off the top portion of a bottle. So instead of popping the cork, you literally cut the fucking cork off the neck of a champagne bottle. I can't even put into words how much I love this. Right, right? And I have been dying to do this. Um... First of all, let me tell you that days, days after I acquired my saber, I learned that this can be also supposedly, although I'm not sure I believe it, done with a butter knife. Mm. Now that is devastating, first of all, because how, how lame right. is that? Right, wants... where does the verb come from if you can do it with a butter I mean, I have a butter knife. Exactly. Every little plebeian has a butter right. knife. Plebeian. And there's really just... Is it plebeian or plebeian? It's plebeian. Um, Is it sabering or sobering? I will take death nipple and smack you upside the head if you can. Is it death nipple or dep nipple? Now let me tell you about the saber I acquired. It is a Knights of Columbus decorative, unedged, no, as a no-blade saber from upstate New York. This now, Knights of Columbus, that was a popular rap group in the 80s, right? That's what yes, I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, yes. Right. Okay. Just just for um, our listeners, again, edification. Also a group of generally older, overweight Catholic men who like fish fries. Sure. Um, they were fans of the rap group, and they needed a name for their club, so they... Exactly. Okay. Now, let me say that even though my sword, <clears throat> excuse me, saber, lacks a blade, which makes it infinitely lamer than any other sword I could have procured. Podsiden number five, my sword lacks a blade. It still makes that satisfying sound when you unsheath it. And <laughs> let me tell you... I know that sound well. Last week, when I cut the top off of a bottle of a Prosecco, it was one of the most satisfying moments in my life. Wow. I know that when I'm on my deathbed, mm-hmm. and I start counting top five best moments of my life, you know that when you're on your death nipple. It will take a moment or two to decide which, at which moment was I happier. The birth of my first child or my first savoring of a bottle of champagne. How uh, far into your first child's life before you let them savor bottles? That is a good question. I haven't thought about that, though I do think about parenting often. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I feel like I am a big believer of starting kids early. And giving them lots of responsibility. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if what I'm, I'm a believer of giving them responsibility early so much as I am a believer in that no one should be cuddled the way American parents cuddle their kids. You know, like, do you ever see these, do you ever, have you ever seen a kid on a leash? <laughs> no, let well, me I mean, ask I have, you. I have a couple of videos, but we don't have to go into that. <laughs> well, well, the sounds you hear in your door is the FBI prying oh, open shit. with a crowbar. <laughs> Um, I have seen children on leashes before. In fact, I have even sold child leashes, which is not something I'm proud of. Child leash is the name, by the way, of my new heavy metal band. We've got a we've got a gig, we've got a gig next Saturday. It's gonna be sweet. I'm gonna throw this out there. I think children on leashes is a relatively new phenomenon. I think it's also <laughs> something specific to America. Okay. And you know what? Look, I get it. It's a brave new world. There are all sorts really of crowded it. urban environments. I don't get it, but let me get back to that. Okay. There are all sorts of pedophiles out there. Nancy Grace is on your TV screen talking about some white girl who got kidnapped somewhere. You know we live in a leash culture. No, we don't live in a leash. Well, maybe we live in a leash culture. But you know what? Just just let your kid run up. They'll come back. Your kid is, in fact, smarter than your stupid dog who ran away, who will still come back. And when someone finds a kid that's crying because they can't find their parents, you know what they do? They help that kid find their parents. All leashes do is spoil kids. You know what You know what someone does when they find a kid that's trying to find their parents? What's that? They take that kid into their basement, and they rape and kill them, Hunter. I'm sorry, did, did Nancy Grace just join our, our podcast? That was my Nancy Grace impression. Are you, is CNN paying you? That was my Nancy Grace impression. 
she I don't even know what she sounds like. She does sound like she's from the south. Is it an affected accent? It's just it's fake, right? She doesn't really talk like that. That actually wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I I'm sure it's fake. I don't think the racist undertones or the overtones, I'm not sure, are fake. Those seem okay. pretty real to me. Anyway, I will teach my kid to savor a bottle of champagne at an early age, mm-hmm. and I will not... No later than five, because be after that, you, you just got to start three to five. Well, you need some upper arm strength, yo. Mm. You know, like you don't want to hurt the rotator cuff too early. You know how to build upper arm strength? Sabering. Well said. I know that because I'm the night master. Anyway, I plan to pass down my decorative fish fry on edge sword to my children, and I hope they will do the same. I like it. It's a wonderful heirloom. You gotta have tradition, man. But but the children that you have right now, not not to them, right? To to your. I actually don't know their names. Yeah. I'm still waiting on DNA testing. I, I'll I'll get Maury. Do you know Maury? Do you know Maury Jenkins or whatever his name is? What the fuck is that guy's name? My Maury. sister used to watch Maury Povich. That that's his name. Is that really his name? Maury Povich. He does the show where Maury, you are I know not Maury. the father. You know, he does that show. It's very Jerry Springer-esque. It's Maury Povich-esque, dude. He's his own guy. Can I ask you a question? He beat Jerry Is any day. talking about Maury a new low or a new high for Potside? It's a new high, duh. Because Maury's awesome. All right, what else has been angering you lately, sir? I think we did all my angry stuff. Did I, uh... Oh, I didn't run through... I have a bone to pick with some pharmaceutical manufacturers. Please, pick away. Pick away. Because I talked a little bit earlier about my cold, my awful cold. It lasted like two weeks. It was probably more than a cold. You didn't drink enough of that uh, that juice that you liked. I drank so much Bolt House 50-50. You have no idea. And that did that must have helped. Or maybe it's not the be-all, end-all cat's meow juices that you think it is. It definitely is. If I hadn't had... If I hadn't had seven bottles of that every day, I probably would have died. But let me tell you what didn't help. Please. Alka-Seltzer. The first thing I tried for this was Alka-Seltzer. Did you get the the, the night and day one? No. Just ordinary Alka-Seltzer, cold and flu or whatever. Alka-Seltzer's garbage, dude. False. Alka-Seltzer does nothing. I I am standing up It's like a toy. It's like a children's toy. Alka-Seltzer, night and day, cold and flu. One for the morning, one for the evening is the shit. It is the absolute bee's knees of dissolvable cold medication. Your and colds are, like, so weak, then. Do you want me to sneeze? I will break your computer from the <laughs> other side of the country. With one Give of me an sneeze. e-sneeze right now. Your body's just messed up. That's all I'm going to say. Are you, are you don't know how to take Alka-Seltzer, right? I never, I never remember what works because I so rarely get sick. But now I know I will remember this. Alka-Seltzer sucks, okay? What eventually did it? What got you out of the clear? No, we're not there yet. Robitussin also sucks. <laughs> I agree. Robitussin, Robitussin, I, not, the, not the syrup because everyone knows cough syrup is bullshit. Truth. Cough syrup is whack. Nobody, nobody would ever believe that would even work. The Robitussin capsules or pills or whatever. Uh, Robitussin now, decongestant. Now, can you swallow pills? Cough, anti-cough. That one? That yeah. sucks. Okay? That's terrible. The only thing it does, because it's got acetaminophen in it, it makes your headache go away. Because that's acetaminophen, that duh, that's what that does. It's Advil, it's painkiller. It does no cold fighting of any kind. My nose still ran, I still coughed up a storm. Okay, well, Robitussin, not a friend of the show. Mucinex. Your product also sucks. Yeah, I could have told you that. Mucinex cough suppressant. It's garbage. Is that the one where you had to stick stuff up your nose? Do you know how big a Robitussin, sorry, a Mucinex cough suppressant pill is it's like a horse pill i could barely get this thing down and it didn't even matter it didn't do anything i tried it twice nothing it's supposed to last for 12 hours can i ask it you a question for how many seconds. pills a day were you swallowing never all at once i was doing these my cold lasted a long time staggered 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 okay i tried alka-seltzer all right so alka-seltzer I, I sucks Robit- so i tried robitussin, robitussin i tried robitussin mucinex sucks. you know what we, did we're it we all agree on that what did it the other mucinex the Mucinex decongestant, the one that's behind the counter, you got to go behind the counter. You got to give him the card. You got to have an interaction with the pharmacist. You got to say, excuse me, I'm not trying to cook crystal meth, but I need this decongestant. No. They, they swipe your driver's license. The pill is smaller, by the way, than the cough suppressant. Significantly smaller. Significantly easier to down. Still lasts 12 hours. That's what finally did it. Did it ever occur during 
these many weeks of what I'm sure were awful near-death experiences. Very near-death. Did it occur to you... So close to death that I once bought a Jimmy Dean's sausage biscuit. <laughs> oh, God. A frozen... Because I needed something to take the medicine with. I, it was like 12 a.m. I, I couldn't go to sleep. I had to go get medicine. I bought a Jimmy Dean's frozen sausage, which you'll hear more about in a future episode of Podside, and I've got some plans for that. But suffice to say, it was so bad. It was terrible. During one of your moments of lucidity, yeah, did it occur to you to go to a doctor? Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Yeah, that might have that might have been a good thing to do. Seriously, you don't know you know my thing with doctors. I don't I don't I don't I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want to go to anybody. They're just gonna they're just gonna tell me I've got every cancer. They're gonna tell me I've got syphagana herpelibola cancer. And that's a bad I, one. I don't want that. Now here's what I will say though. Doctors are one thing. Today is the first day of residencies for thousands of young aspiring medical doctors, which means all around the country, thousands of sick, wounded, injured people mm -hmm. who have gone and sought out educated, experienced care have True. had some young, naive, inexperienced twerp, twerp fuck now. them over in some, in some medical Ooh. fashion. Can I also, speaking of other people that I hate, whoever those fuckers are at Capital One who day after day after day can continue to send me large, oversized pieces of mail asking me to open up an account. You don't like that. Let me... No, I hate it. And because I hate it, let me let the listeners of Podside in on the secret. All right. Do you know how they have a postage pay envelope inside for you to respond? Well, that postage has no limit put on it. I encourage... All of the listeners of Podside and your multitudes. They are legion. To, to go out, to take that free postage uh, paid envelope inside mm -hmm. and tape it to the heaviest stone or cinder block <laughs> you can find and walk it or drive it as you like to your nearest post office. Ideally, it's something too large and cumbersome to walk. You have to drive it to the, the post well, office. Well, you don't want to screw over some poor postman as well because they're true. generally nice people i love the postman like we said amazon.com i live i live and die by the post office um i have a holiday roundup as i had last time as i had the time before this is more this is a lightweight holiday roundup you want to go into this please let's i have i have a trifecta of awesome holidays at the beginning of the week and then i have one curiosity at the end and we'll talk about this okay i hope you know that june 25th was National Catfish Day. I did not know that. This, I think, is my favorite holiday so far of the holiday roundups that we've done. I do know that you are a huge fan of fried catfish. There is no other... It should be National Fried Catfish Day because, as far as I'm concerned, that is the default catfish state. Absolute truth. Can I just stop and let all our listeners know that when you need to send Will a care basket, if that care basket consisted solely of fried catfish, he would love you. What is this care basket that has tuna in it? Dude. What is this care basket that has Fuck cod? tuna. Can I just say that? Fuck tuna. Tuna? Like, tuna's bullshit. Look, if you can't afford to send some Where's fried Where's my catfish, fried catfish care package? Don't send the care package at all. Don't even bother. It's not that hard, people. Just eat it yourself. Put that in. I don't want to put that in my mouth. Put that in your mouth. What other lesser holidays do you have in the roundup? These other two are, are also really awesome. Okay. June 26th, Thailand has an observance called Sunthorn Foo Day. Could, could you repeat that? Is that Sun, S-U-N? Sunthorn Foo Day. That's Foo, that's P-H-U. Is it Foo okay. or Pho? I don't know. I speak, I speak no Thai. Sunthorn Foo Day. All right. It celebrates what? It or is a day that what? commemorates the most famous of Thailand's royal poets. Sunthorn you know, I hear they, they have good poetry over there. That's what I you think. got T.S. Eliot. S.D.P. <laughs> Yep, STP. I, I think that from now on, whenever I have to create a character in a role-playing game, it's going to be Sunthorn Foo. That is the best name. We'll, we'll come back to how often you have to create characters in role-playing games. But we, first... probably won't, we probably won't come back to that, because nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> first, can you let us know how 
one observes Sunthornfu Day? I think you do a reading of the work of Sunthornfu, and I, I unfortunately I'm not prepared. I don't have that. This was an oversight. I don't have sun, the work of Sunthornfu, but I promise that if any of that has survived, next time, listeners, we can we can have a listen. I will read some of the work of Sunthornfu, Sunthornfa, whatever his name is. I trust you and your team of interns will find that out in time for Podside in Episode 6. On June 27th, Germany has an awesome observance. It's Seven Sleepers Day. Now, I dug into this one because I couldn't not. And what did you discover? I guess in, in practical use, the day is, is akin to Groundhog Day. The weather on that day is kind of an indication or forecast of what the weather will be over the next, you know, few months in that area. Okay. Now, it also commemorates a legend, an awesome legend. Now, there is both a Christian and a Muslim version of this legend, but they're very similar. They, they both agree that around the year 250 AD, there were a bunch of dudes that were trying to hide from uh, the Roman emperor at the time because he was persecuting uh, monotheists, I guess. And they hid in a cave around the city Ephesus, have you been to Ephesus? I have not been to Ephesus. You've got to go to Ephesus. Despite my wide-ranging travels, whereabouts, if I were to look on a contemporary map, would I find Ephesus? Well, it's in Greece. Ephesus is in modern-day Greece. you got to go to Ephesus. Okay. Great live music city. So I hear. They slept in a cave around Ephesus for 300 years. They uh, woke up during the reign of a Christian Roman emperor, and I guess they were seen hanging around the city before their deaths, before their natural deaths. So... At least on Groundhog Day, we have uh, the groundhog, whose name I forget. They hold him up, and he squiggles around and does whatever. And then we know if it's going to be winter for another sure. six weeks. He squiggles. What exactly is the ritual action that occurs on Seven Sleepers Day? You Seven people dress up as the seven sleepers. Okay. They go in the cave. If they stay in the cave, there will be a cave there for the next two months. <laughs> If they come out of the cave, well, I didn't really think that one through, did I? No, it doesn't sound like you did. <laughs> if they come out of the cave, can I? Uh, they'll be the night masters. Can I slightly change the topic? Well, actually, you change the topic for me. Seven Sleepers sounds like a movie I would Netflix. You know, Seven Sleepers. You picture picture ninjas and swords everywhere, and maybe the opening credits could have. Sword come out through the title and slash it. And there can be like a bloody rip across the screen. How do you not picture all that with Nightmaster? Are you kidding me right now? Seven Sleepers is a movie about seven people who are asleep. That's the most boring <laughs> movie ever made. You know what I picture in Nightmasters? I picture Nicole Kidman in a really ugly looking pair of lead jeans. Awesome. With a white shirt on whose shoulders are way too wide. Some. <laughs> Fucked she has, up crazy hair. She has huge hair in that movie, dude. You, uh, you know nail, she has nail on the head. Hair. You have no idea. And you know what? I don't picture anything else. That's as far as my imagination would take me. Uh, June 28th, nothing really happened. Nothing to report. June 29th, though, I, I think I might need your help with this one. Please. Uh, trying to parse this out. There is an observance on June 29th called International Sharing Day. Oh, fuck that. International fuck that. Sharing Day. I will share my foot with whoever came up with that. <laughs> You're not on board. I am most decidedly not on board. And were I stuck on board, I would be trying to sabotage it. What Do, do we have some history behind International Sharing Day? I'm going to read you the entire Wikipedia article about International Sharing Day. Now, it I... won't take as long as you might think. Don't worry. But, but the Wikipedia article is as follows. Please. <clears throat> the International Sharing Day, observed June 29th each year, is dedicated to celebrate the pleasure to sharing and giving to the others. Did you go and look at the edits history of this page and figure out what I'm sure is a very much immature little girl who put this up? What country is that little girl from? There may have been at the top of the page an entire screen length's worth of this page needs to be deleted according so as to fit with Wikipedia's standards. I'm going to continue a meme that... uh. I first brought about in Podside in episode two, Fuck Big Milk, when I advocated that a farmer who had a sick dairy cow should have, instead of spending thousands of dollars on a veterinarian's bill, spend 95 cents on 
a slug shotgun shell. On ammunition, right. Yeah, and just put the cow out of its misery. I am a big fan of putting both animals and, and people other share. things out of their misery. And I think you should be the responsible Wikipedia user and put this page out of its misery. I should just... I, uh... I, I don't know. Delete man. it, Will. Pull the I'm trigger. I'm not comfortable. Pull the trigger. That's a moral choice I'm not ready to take a stand on. Do you ever occasionally just put on a suit to look like a badass and make people wonder why do you have why does that guy have a suit on? It's you know we're back again to the it's too hot, but but I kind of I feel like I kind of should. Look, let me say this: I work when I'm in the office. It's a fairly casual environment. Every once in a while, I throw on a suit. Just so people say, "What the fuck?" You need a little. You need a little attention. A little and then, pizzazz. And then I'll just take a long lunch. Okay. How you long? Know, I'll meet a friend. A couple hours. Or I'll wow. say I have a doctor's appointment. I need to leave early. Mm-hmm. And I'll just let people wonder. Let them think. <laughs> let them come up with their own explanation as to why I needed to look extra sharp that day. Adding to the hunter mythos. Yeah, you in know, the, in their minds. You need to work really hard to build this up. What do you think they what do you think they come up with as far as their stories for you? Well, obviously the story that I would plant is, oh shit, he's about to go get a new job. We need to give him a huge raise. Unfortunately, that has not happened, so clearly my coworkers are not thinking along those lines. At least Maybe because you're not following the dress code of the office, but that's okay. Well, let me just say that I work for a company. Now, while my company is a nonprofit, my the president and CEO does clear more than half a million dollars every year, and I have seen him at offsite meetings. Or I've been I, I've been dining some some colleagues and coworkers. Okay. At a, a relatively nice business lunch. I love a good business lunch. And I saw my CEO actually. He approached me, and he was wearing sweatpants. Now I'll grant you they were very nice sweatpants, <laughs> and he was wearing a matching sweatshirt. I feel like if I could afford put on a pair of shoes with laces and some clothing that has buttons, the president and CEO of my company should reasonably expect it to do the same. Just when he's out in public repping the company, if he wants to, you know, go home and be naked or wear women's lingerie or just wear sweatpants, totally fine with that. I don't know. You tell me. Is that a big ask? Am I being unreasonable? About the sweatpants, is it possible that he is the nightmaster? <laughs> because ha- in the two to three minutes of that movie, that was the go-to bottom unit of clothing, for sure. Like, well, it was the eighties. So many sweatpants, big hair, and big socks. The socks were huge. Oh man, my socks go up to my knees. There is nothing that pisses me off more than a pair of socks that falls down. I don't buy cheap socks. Not not to wear to work. <laughs> I'm not going to say I buy the most expensive socks. Um, okay. I do not. I don't buy cheap socks. No. You know what? God I'm forbid. a pretty subtle, subdued guy. I know that about you. I don't. I don't wear flashy ties. You're a fairly subtle guy who occasionally wears a suit to the office for no reason. But even when I'm not wearing a suit, you know, I like to pop. You know, you've got trousers on. You've got shoes. People generally don't see your socks that much. Nope. But if you had dark shoes on and dark uh, trousers and then you've got you know just a flash of crimson red in the sock or some deep purple or you know some turquoise for a summer day (laughs) canary yellow look well now let me just tell you this i know for a fact that you do not wear enough canary yellow (laughs) you know what you're absolutely right is that the end of the show ah we've gone through everything it can be the end of the show we've got through we've gone through everything that uh that i had well you know what I think since we're still in the, as I said earlier, the nation, nascent stages of pod Okay. we should start developing. That's N-A-S-C-E-N-T, nascent. Yes. So we have holidays of the week. I would also like to. The holiday roundup is what that segment is called, just to be oh, Excuse me. Netflix of the week and holiday roundup. International holiday roundup, the Netflix pick of the week. I've and abandoned the big question because it's, it's, it's too pedestrian. Well, I would like to have my own segment, which is fuck something. Fuck, fuck blank. Fuck Big Milk. Today was fuck cops, which is... Fuck something with Hunter. <laughs> we might have to work on the title. I'm open to suggestions. 
<laughs> I like that. I think that title is exactly <laughs> what it should be. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck something with Hunter. Well, yeah. here's my pledge to you and our dear li- listeners. I can't wait. That uh, it will not be something as blasé as fuck the police. So, fuck Big Milk, fuck the police. The next appearance I make on Podside, I will be sure to drop the name of something that everyone loves to hate. Yeah, you'll fuck something else. I will. And you all can all join me while I do it. That's probably about it, right? <laughs> uh, I can't think of a better point to end on. Thank you for coming on Podside number five. Always a pleasure, sir. I mentioned it before, but 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 guys, iTunes. Have you guys heard of iTunes? It's this thing where there are podcasts. So just search for Podsiden on iTunes, and it's right there. The show's right there. Um, there's a blogspot, podsiden1.blogspot.com. You can comment. You yourself can leave a comment on the blogspot. You can use your computer, which you're using to surf the World Wide Web. You can type things into your computer, and it will put it on the blogspot so that other people can see it. Sounds pretty fucking gnarly. This World Wide Web is amazing. You can also just email podsiden1.gmail.com. And that's really about it. Look, people, fried catfish, send it our way. Get on it. Otherwise, you're going to make it to the next segment of Fuck Something with Hunter. just got yourself a new member. I like the atmosphere. Membership's closed. Hey, the karate killer. Why don't you go and break a few tiles with your head? This is a club meet. Now, we've got business to attend here. You know, i got business too, Ron Coaster Man. i got business with Miss Amy. With me? What do you want with me? Come and have a drink with me. I'll take you for a smoke later. I got some good stuff. Blow your head off. No, I don't think so. Duncan, out. I'm not talking to you, killer. Maybe something sweeter. Something so you'll fly through the air with the greatest of ease. I've been watching you in the gym. Nice legs. Great ass. Yeah, come on, killer. Come on. Cool it, Robbie. That's just what he wants. You cool it, Robbie. You don't watch out, I'll rearrange your pretty face. You try. Any time. Yeah? Yeah. When you least expect it, killer. This is a private club meeting now. Please leave. Private club. Kids games. Why don't you people try playing like grown-ups? Especially you, Miss Amy. Duncan had succeeded at what he came for. Probably did better than he thought. I'd kill him. Yeah. But that's not what karate's about, is it? I can look after myself. I don't need your help. Okay, sorry. Guy's a gorilla. <laughs>